Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Hey guys, this is Bryce joining you once again for your Joshua Project podcast. Hey, I got a special request this week. Would you invite somebody to listen to this podcast? A family member, a friend, a brother in Christ. We need your help to spread the message about the Joshua Project podcast. Continue to call in with your request and your prayers. 567-482-0107. Joshua 1 verse 7. Hey guys, this week I got my good friend Sean Butlin here with us today. Just talking story for the Joshua Project podcast. I wanted to take this opportunity to, uh, to tell you all a little bit about uh, what Joshua Project is. Yeah, so our tagline is that the Joshua Project is a spiritually based adventure into a man's true authentic calling and relationship in Christ Jesus. So tell me a little bit about the format of how JP is being run this year. Uh, this year we have uh, two groups that uh, are being run, one by yourself and one by yours truly here, Sean. Um, And with that, we have a group of uh, eight to 10 guys that go through the project. And during that time, it's a nine month uh, presentation of the truths that God has presented to us through the book of Joshua. Yeah, we have found eight to be a magic number for each group. So tell us a little bit, Sean, about how we get to that point of choosing eight men. Well, it's a project that you're invited into, but ultimately it's a uh, period of uh, prayer and reflection. And we as a team have actually spent many hours in prayer over those men, and we really trust in the Holy Spirit to lead these projects. Yeah. It's, we always say that the project is really, it's the Lord's project. So one of the ways that we invite men into this project is through the alumni. Mm-hmm. The alumni have a sense of ownership to this project because of the growth that they've seen in their own lives and in their own spiritual walk. And so we encourage them to invite friends or family members or people in their Bible study groups uh, to come to the introduction meeting Mm -hmm. and get a little bit more information on what the project is about. You know, I think it's uh, funny. I've actually heard it said that, well, I wouldn't join the project because Bryce isn't somebody who I would follow. And I say, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, my dust is not worthy to be followed. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the Bryce show or the Sean show or anything like that. It's it truly is uh, a project where it is scripturally based. It is steeped in scripture. 
the you can sense the Holy Spirit moving in the meetings. Uh, they start and end in prayer. These these projects have literally saved lives, saved marriages, and have completely transformed the lives of the men that have gone through it. And so the Joshua Project is this nine-month journey that we walk alongside these men with. Through that time, they really form a band of brothers, if you would, and you see these relationships being formed, not only in the nine months of the project, but as a life of friendship, a, a, a community of brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And so after the nine months, we go through a graduation ceremony, and uh, it's just a really neat experience for these guys to go through. Sean, tell us a little bit about future goals and endeavors of the Joshua Project. Well, currently the Joshua Project is working through the establishment as a uh, 501c3, a nonprofit organization, uh, so that way we can continue to grow the Joshua Project beyond any one particular church or organization or geographic region. It's something that is, is definitely a, uh, a commitment to moving this forward. So with that, the Joshua Project is going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to add additional locations for the Joshua Project throughout the years. We're also working on a Joshua Project for some of the alumni as well. Yeah, we're real excited about this nonprofit status as it we feel that it's gonna launch us into the next level as we're not tied to uh, one church in fact throughout the years we've seen many churches represented in a project in fact last year I think we had five different churches represented in yeah. one project yeah we are stationed out of La Jolla Christian Fellowship that is our hub but we like to keep it as organic as possible. And it's kind of like Fight Club. Outside of JP, yep. you don't talk about JP. Yeah. So there's this real accountability. There's this real... There's an authenticity with the men that have gone through yeah, the Joshua go. Project. Yeah. Because be, you, if you think about it, it's a, a tearing down of old ideas and old ways and rebuilding them in, in your identity as Christ. And a lot of that takes, uh, it creates an emotional and spiritual bond with the brothers that you're there with. And interestingly, the men that you often find in the Joshua Project, you wouldn't necessarily find in, in the world, right? You, there's completely disparate backgrounds that you'll find that have been brought together specifically by the Holy Spirit, and only that is your common denominator, and that spiritual connection allows for a, a transparency and authenticity that you find in very few other places. Hey, let's be, let's be real here, too. If I could be personal yeah. right now, like, hey, let's face it, Sean, you and I, we're different people, Yeah, and probably in the world, we're not hanging out on a Friday night sitting on a couch. <laughs> yeah, truly, it's only by the Holy Spirit that we're, we're doing this here today. Yeah, I mean, I look forward to our Monday night dinners. My kids refer 
to you as Uncle Sean. Yeah. And um, quite honestly, dude, I would give my life for you. Yeah, and because of the project, that is possible. And yeah. I've seen countless men form these bonds who outside of the walls of church probably would never be friends. But through the Joshua Project, they have become lifelong brothers. Yeah. And it's real encouraging when you see the project tie men together like that. Yeah. So once you graduate from the project, what's next? Well, the, the project, I like to tell my guys that uh, are, are going through it and remind the guys that have bon gone through it before too, it's not just a nine month check the box and you're done. It's really a way of life. But you'll see that as the men have gone through, they really pick up that spirit of servant leadership, that spirit of uh, being there for one another you'll often find that the men that have gone through the Joshua Project are often the ones that are serving in multiple different ministries. Right, because ultimately the goal of the project is for not only you to have a better understanding of your relationship inheritance in Christ, but to become a better leader at home, at work, and at church. Yeah. So we have ideas now of a JP2 we can't really get into the specifics yet because we're still kind of uh, praying through that process and writing a curriculum for it. But we're really excited for the alumni to have a part two, if you would, to join. Yeah, it's going to be the dive deeper type of scenario. Yeah, we can't tell you too much about JP2. We can tell you it's going to be shorter, but more intense. Bring your steak knives. Hey, we also are talking about uh, a JP for women. Yeah, and that's actually been a very popular topic. It's uh, been brought up multiple times. When are you going to do a JP for women? Uh, it's something that we're continuing to uh, pray through. And then, of course, we, we would love to see the Joshua Project go nationally. Not, not just at one specific church or just in North County, but... As Sean was saying earlier, we'd love to see the Joshua Project represented in North County. We would love to see the Joshua Project in La Jolla. And even further beyond that, to Orange County and to L.A. And we have ideas of launching Joshua Projects in Tennessee, in Maryland. The hopes of one day even going internationally. Yeah, we've had uh, requests from uh, some... Where was it? Australia, I think Australia, it was. It yeah, was. I mean, that's pretty exciting. So the, the common denominator with this, guys, is that there's a need. There's a need for men to reconnect with the spiritual truths that have been dormant or suppressed for generations, if you will, and men are waking up and saying, you know what? There's got to be more. I want mm, more. Yeah. And that more really is that, that true, authentic relationship with your Lord and your creator, Jesus Christ. There is an awakening of the presence of the Holy Spirit in these men's lives. And you can see it just as you had mentioned earlier about them stepping up and serving in the church and serving in their small groups. There's just this awakening of the love that God has for us. And when we are in touch with that, amazing things start to happen in our lives. 
My friends, would you be in prayer for the Joshua Project as we try to be in tune with what the Holy Spirit would have done? We really want this to be about God's kingdom and not our own. So would you be praying about future projects, where they would be at? Would you pray about JP2 and WJP for the women? Perhaps you would like to see a Joshua project come to your church or to your state. Would you guys call us and let us know? We would love to speak to your pastors. Until next week, my friends, we love you.